You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. Obama's failure, of course, with you know, Merrick Garland and all and all that, letting letting Mitch McConnell just steal a Supreme Court uh, justice. Fucking Trump has nominated one third of the court. A one term pre- president that didn't even win the popular vote nominated one third of the court. Mike. You think Congress exists? You go to your history class, you're 13 years old, you're 16 years old. Oh, what is this? There's three branches of government, the legislative, the executive, and the judicial. Now, the legislative, I don't care what the fuck they tell you about the legislative branch. It doesn't do shit. It does not exist. And Scott. I would like to thank you, since you haven't thanked me for standing up at your wedding. I would like to thank you for setting my future plans to buy a house and live my life back six months wow dude thanks for setting me back six months hello and welcome to the is it safe talk show i'm michael govia along with luke and john scott we're live at least we're live here now doing the show you're not hearing it live so don't be confused don't get it twisted as the kids like to say it's important not to get things twisted we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff of course there was a big decision that hasn't yet technically been decided upon at the Supreme Court, and there's some emails about that. We got plenty of emails that we're going to discuss. Um, Initial thoughts, like, do we have anything fresh or original or unique to say here about the Roe v. Wade impending decision? (laughs) Dude, I mean, I need, need like, dude, a little lubricant would be like... Uh, Yeah, I just went right into it, man, yeah. There's no bullshit. I'm just going straight into it. That fucking I did. I raw dogged it. Real, God. real dry. Real, real dry. Yeah. A little, a little I grace. Did. Yeah. A little did, grace. Uh, you better check yourself or you wreck yourself. Yeah, I got to check myself. I definitely got to check myself. So, uh, but no, okay. Yeah, well, hey guys, what's up, man? It's uh, May third. May the fourth be with you. Be May. Yeah, it's May. Okay. Hey, hey, how are things going? You guys been eating anything good? You guys been fucking? What have you been doing? What's your favorite corned beef sandwich in Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, hear. Let's let's uh, let me let me let me step out of the closet here. If uh, you're pro life, fuck you. <laughs> wow. oh, boy. Oh, that's, a, that's a hard battle show. lines are dry <laughs> now the lines the lines are clear i mean uh that's a drop liberal, kick yeah liberals need to start fucking fighting people get we need to start throwing punches i'm sick of this shit sick of this throw thing. them bows I'm sick of this. Well, I can't really be mean. I've got a story we'll get to later about just telling people how you feel. But yeah, uh, what the hell? What the hell is there to say? Uh, I I thought we would be easing into the topic. That feels like, <laughs> it feels like the opposite. Uh, <laughs> all right, hold on. Wait, we we can ease into the topic a little bit. I mean, John Scott, you were just uh, you just came back from Puerto Rico. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> too late. The topic's already it's already been thrown down, Luke. Come on, it's, 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 oh, <laughs> gonna lose momentum now. It won't be the same. Oh. All right, I know we've got one email asking about it. Do we have another email asking about it? Let's see. Today's we emails have, are brought to you by up. Fuck Yourself. Uh, yep, yeah, we got an email about it, and uh, we got 
Nope. And nope. Only one. So let's just hit that email now. This is from somebody that Luke knows. Um, my brother. It, to the, it's your brother. Yes, yes. We know. Uh, Sean, brother, how are you doing yeah. out there, man? I do, I do know. Sean, him. how's life? How's society, Sean? Are you lonely? Are you happy? Is life everything you thought it would be? Email the show, is it safe pod at gmail.com. To the is it safe pod, pa, is it safe P team, I I S P team, is it safe T S team? Not, we're not a podcast, no, we're a talk show. Hey, Number one, this is, this is first email. Let's not, let's not grammar correct. Okay. Well, I mean, he, he should know something about grammar. This is not, he actually is correct. It's just the terminology. It's not the grammar issue. So uh, what are your thoughts on the potential new ruling on Roe v. Wade, according to the Politico leak? There it is. So basically what yeah. I asked. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's his second question. What about the first one? Oh, okay. you guys, man. You guys are such pussies. <laughs> Can't just dive right into it. Raw dog. All right. Well, one I, says, there's, a, you, there's an aesthetic, you know, uh, level of professionalism we have to maintain here, which is reading the emails word for word. Also, odd choice. Always know I'm, if the juice is worth the squeeze. Odd, odd choice of terminology, raw dog, in this conversation. <laughs> Why? Oh, because it's a Roe v. Wade raw dog. You're right. That's true. Because that probably, actually did that unintentionally. Because that probably leads to uh, many of these things. So go ahead. Okay. Well, look. The first one says, if you were to play a game of top 21, which I just call it 21, not top 21. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be of 20, tip 21, I think. Oh, Basically. shit, you're right. Yeah, if you were to play a game of tip 21. Boy, Sean, you're really struggling out the gate here. If you were to play a game of tip 21, who wins and why? Well, it's obvious. It's not. I mean... We have actually, me and John Scott have been on the court together. We've played horse with our friend Corey last year. And uh, I think somebody, I think you had a real rough go of it, John Scott, as I recall. Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, we're talking about 21. No, you're better than that, though. You're better than that. I, yeah, despite being the tallest member of the podcast, I (laughs) oddly think I would just get fucking rolled up by you boys. You got more. Yeah, I think <laughs> you've got more. You got more true grit in your loins. Than <laughs> wow, dude! I think it's obvious here. This actually seems like a little bit of uh, placating, and you know, Sean kissing his older brother's ass because it's obvious that Luke would win. I mean, Luke would smash. Yeah, Luke's won. You're yeah. Two, thanks, guys. I'll take. I'll. I'll just fucking walk home with the bronze with my head down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I will tell you, uh, I will. It has been a long time. This is time, 21. Though. I don't know. If we're playing this, this not basketball. right now, playing this right now, I don't this know. This is not basketball. Yeah. This is tip 21. It's a different game. It's a more violent game, at least what it was when we were younger, where <laughs> yes. the rules were out the window. There's no fouls. And, you know, I actually, I could hang pretty well in 21 because I'd use my ass to box out. It's key to get that board, but then you got to make the shot. So that's the other part. Luke will always make the shots, but if we're really up in his face... And if, if I'm up in his face and then he's got to get through John Scott on the back end D, that might give us a shot there. And it could be a tougher mm-hmm. game. But, you know, cream rises to the top, and I'm sure Luke would probably win. That that would be the easy line. He would be the favorite. He would. 
So what is, is this some, uh, is Tip 21 some Heartland shit that I don't know about? Or is it just a standard game of 21 where you got to score 21 <laughs> yeah. points? And if you tip the ball, if you tip the ball in off a miss, you get, you reset to zero. Yes. Which means okay. you have to be in the air. Tip. You can't be touching the ground. A tip is you jumping for the rebound, put back. It's a put back, really. It's put back 21, really. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I don't know, man. That's it's been so long since I've it's been so long since I've been on the court. I, I don't know. This this could be this could be a different different story. <laughs> I think I, I mean I'd like, to, I'd like to try playing it again. It's been it has been so long. It was such a fun game. So I don't know. I think I maybe we, I think maybe we need to test tonight. it out. We need to test it out. I think maybe we should. I think we should actually take this into action. And maybe we could get like a podcast crew, people who enjoy the podcast. We'll all meet up at a park for a massive game of 21, and we'll see who comes out. Oh man! Remember when you could have, have as many players have like, as you yeah, want? Like Twenty-five people just be total fucking chaos. So, yeah, that's hilarious, man. It's insanity. It'd be insanity. A killer workout too. I mean, if it's half court, I mean, it's just so violent and so so physically grinding. So I'd be curious. I I would actually like to get a tip twenty-one league going. Maybe we could get some stats. You know, we get some. <laughs> we get a whole season going this summer. Who knows? I'm yeah, excited. We would have to have waivers. Everybody would need to have full-time jobs and full coverage. <laughs> There's fucking no way. There is no way. Yeah. I I mean, I, I go, I think I got like five minutes before I blow a knee out. That's about it. Oh. So I got to win it within five minutes. Don't you, uh, don't you wonder if friendships would be compromised if we were just like in the heat of battle there? You know, like... An elbow here, a foot shot to the gut there, and all Thank of a sudden, the is it safe podcast just goes down in flames. Because I think friendships <laughs> have forged are forged in those fires. Mm-hmm. This is a friend of mine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the rage and the anger. You know, that's you really find out who your real friends are when you play twenty one with them. I think it's fair to say. Yes. Right. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's raw dog, hardcore, in your face intensity, man. You just fucking get in there and you stick them bows in someone's ribs and it gets out of control. And you're ass mm-hmm. to ass, rebounding, you know, trying to get that board. Ass to ass. I just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> when it comes, yeah, your real friends won't hit you in the nuts. I think that's basically. You know, yeah, that's, that's exactly that's okay. what. Everything else is basically totally. Is, is, it stra- goes. is it strange that your best friends are the ones that you're you're like naked around the most and sweaty around the most. I mean, you know, like we, <laughs> we, we schwitz, we're talking about basketball, like, you know, ribbing each other, uh, hanging out, you know, Luke's penis has been within, you know, like 24 inches of my, of my face. <laughs> like that's when, you know, that's when, that's, that's when, close. you know, you've, that's when, you know, you've got a friend. Wow. that's close yeah yeah it's been i haven't spent a lot of time naked uh, there hasn't been a lot of nudity in my recent friendships i must say i haven't i haven't seen a lot of people naked lately so i guess i'm not really connected well, come, yeah people. come out and schwitz man we need to I, you're not my friend until we're yeah until we're that's true naked, naked together yeah no I, i'll get down with it we'll do the raw dog thing i'm, I'm open to that so. can you blow me where the pampers is and then maybe that'll happen <laughs> 
All right. Okay, there we go. So we answered okay. that question. So now the second part's about Roe v. Wade. So what oh. does anyone have a fresh take on this? John Scott already got pissed and said it's time to get violent. It's time to get out of control and take it next level and not just sit in sidelines and not just talk about we go high when they go low and vote for real change and behind the woodshed. If you're <laughs> fucking people why are people so hellbent on just fucking the world? Like, move this man. No, I like I, I'm. Well, I don't. I don't know. I'll I'll take this opportunity to talk about like how I've had really good conversations with my mother, and I'm like slowly moving her left. Mom, mom, are you listening? It's me, your son, John Scott. Now listen, we've had some good times together. I would like to let you know that one of my favorite memories of us is when I actually got you out to the polls to vote for Bernie Sanders in the primary in 2016. Mom, thank you. You've been wonderful. I can't thank you enough for bringing me into this world and rearing me. I know you had a C-section, and that must have been really tough for you, but... I'm 40 now, and it's been great to connect with you, and thank you for talking to me last night and listening to me then. What a wonderful mother you have been. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. Gorgeous. Very powerful moment. That might have been the most powerful moment ever on the Is It Safe talk show. I hope uh, it was for me. I appreciate that. That was intense. I, so. I know that it was for me. There was, Boy, this... there, yeah, there was something to be said, but I don't know. Uh, what's the question? Yeah, battle lines are drawn. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, obviously, it was going to come to this, right? Like, it was going to... Mm-hmm. It was obviously going to get to this point, Luke. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, how divisive could politics have gotten or can it get in the future where it's just like well where are you at it's it's almost it's just becoming a black and white situation the good thing is that so many people on the right vote are one issue voters and now maybe we finally have a fucking issue to get people off their couches into voting booths and saying, hey, this is where I this is where it ends for me. This is an, an important enough issue for me to actually wake up. So that's the that's the rose colored uh, glasses version of it. And yeah, I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, when I heard this, this report had leaked. So it's it's very like uncustomary for this kind of thing to happen. It's it's not something I re- I remember very clearly, but it's something that you know you kind of studied along the way when you're doing like constitutional law or whatever. That these types of documents are they're very vouchsafed. I mean, there there is usually no access to them. They go through multiple, <clears throat> multiple versions. There are multiple kind of internal votes, and then the opinions kind of trickle out in with different iterations. <laughs> to John's point, I think ultimately this this had to have been leaked by 
leaked by a liberal because this couldn't have been better for the liberal party than it than this i mean like you said get people off their couches to go vote for just shit libs and that's gonna be this is gonna be the issue that kind of motivates people to continue to vote for like your bidens of the world your kamala harris's your your klobuchar's and who the fuck else <laughs> it's gonna it's going to yeah i i think Ultimately, uh, a liberal leaked it. I think it's kind of interesting that the conservatives would have even been toying with this idea until after they kind of mopped the floor with uh, with liberals in the midterms, because that would have been to me the most opportune time. Wait until wait until they've got control of everything and then and then leak it. Why on earth would this happen now? It just seems like a strange it seems like a strange choice of it if it was a calculated choice in that way so i think this is yeah this clearly this clearly like leaked through some liberal liberal hands out to the out to politico liberal hands liberal hands again there i mean there's a there's a handful of like crazy things to think about here i mean roe v wade uh okay this being overturned i mean really i was reading something on the intercept and you know, the Electoral College played such a huge role in this. Also, Obama's failure, of course, with, you know, Merrick Garland and all and all that, letting letting Mitch McConnell just steal a Supreme Court uh, justice. Fucking Trump has Trump has nominated one third of the court, a one term president that didn't even win the popular vote, nominated one third of the court. Thirty percent, thirty three percent. I mean, that's I just taking this crazy. shit from you. Hey, do you know that really paid off? Ruth Bader Ginsburg sticking it out. That really paid off too. Yeah, yeah. Another great liberal who did uh, great by her, great by the the fellow females in the in the country that she was fighting for. So ceaselessly uh-huh. to, to her death. Yeah, she couldn't see beyond her own personal career to stand down and retire during Obama's term. She could have retired, and he could have replaced her. Yeah, we talk about narcissism a lot here, but you know, it doesn't often get applied to female heroes like that oh she is like a in the neoliberal world she is a god it's not even the neoliberal world it's this bullshit world of uh liberalism lefties not real lefties bullshit surfacey uh, identity politics confused <laughs> democrats identity politics confused democrats i think that's a good one yeah <laughs> ipcds oh. And if, as soon as if somebody hears that, you know what's so funny? If somebody hears that one that phrase I just said, you know, identity politics confuse Democrats, they'll immediately think that I am a libertarian or a right wing, and I'm screwed. And it's unfucking believable these people, and they've dug their own grave, man. Shit, garbage, awful, bullshit, run of the mill, repeats, retreads, reruns, same old faces, two fucking old way too old people in control beyond the pale haven't handed over the keys to the next crew who might do a little bit better but they still probably give it to the same people who are already molded in the fashion of the people who have created this mess the biden's and the yes the obamas yes all these people all the people have been in charge like all the people you named the klobuchar's and all the centrist democrats who continue to think that they're smarter and then by just staying true to some basic fundamentals of politeness, that it's all going to work out. 
And that's where we are now. And I'm not trying to play Monday morning quarterback here after the fact. I've already checked out of this system. The world I live in here, I'm grateful I get to live in the United States. I am very grateful for that. I am. In a base level, when you look around the world, and you, there's a lot of freedom in other countries that I would actually like to live in too. But I'm still grateful to be here in terms of living my life as a fuck off, doing whatever the fuck he wants when he wants. I get to do that. That's true. But there's a lot of people who don't have that same benefit because it's all been fucking handed over. It's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was. I'm not your typical guy. I'm not. I, I like, I, I don't. You're clearly not. And I'm not. I, I usually don't say no that. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of confidence in anything I usually do. But I'm telling you, I, I have checked out of the system many, many years ago. I know it's all bullshit. All of it. Left, right. The whole thing, it was a scam. I did plenty of hallucinogens in my teens that made me aware of the false realities of existence within this country politically and through the government systems, all of them. They're all trash. It's all bullshit. I know that. And the older I get, I start to realize I am actually really quite unique in that fact because it's pretty common to just play within this world. Yeah. It's funny, though, because why do we why do we care, though? Like, why why do we... Do, do we care? We, we, we care. We talk, well, we talk politics yeah. so fucking much on this podcast. Well, it's, that's Luke heavy, really. I, I just well, kind of sit there most, most of the time. It's, well, I mean, it's hard. It, it is hardwired into almost everything. And I remember True. there was a, there was a pod shit. I don't know. Fucking 47 episodes ago. I know that, and like, I will. Like, why, why, why do you, why do you, why do you care about politics so much? And I remember, I remember that you telling me like it's it's life and death. It's fucking politics is life and death, and it's like, yeah, well, shit. I mean, I I can I can tell you now here months after the fact that I thought about that deeply, and I considered that, and. Though I feel so much like Mike and have checked out of the system, <laughs> yeah. I still tune into every goddamn thing and care. And I don't know. Is it what? What is As that? Just is that just being being a human being? Like, yeah. are we just are we just cursed as three thinking, feeling? Uh, conscious uh, human beings like that's our that's our plight is that <laughs> i mean yeah i mean we're we're essentially cursed to be a social animal that's like caught into a caught in a political context there's not much we can do to get out of that i mean this even thinking about this in terms of politics you know roe v wade is an interesting one because it was one of the first things i learned actually you know i did philosophy and public law and government and it's like Obviously, you talk about abortion as like one of the primary that's one of your primary examples in philosophy classes. And I, I was going to try to do a little bit of breakdown, but I, I feel like I feel like the philosophy example, it's almost too much of an abstraction. You, you have to have you have to have a lot of kind of prior reading to even like get on board with like the logics of it because it's just too personally heated for most people. So, OK, 
that's just the that's just a reality of the situation. But when it comes to this, it's it was always considered bad law, and it's been considered bad law since 1973. It wasn't a full on assault against it until I suppose the neocons and the kind of religious right grabbed a hold of it um, because of people like Roger Ailes and you know, um, oh, what's his face, the the ham face guy, Carl Rove. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't really it wasn't really so politically charged until they realized that, oh, shit, we've got this like uh, kind of dis not disenfranchised political right. But we've got this like religious faction that could really help motivate our, our politics. And so Remember, they were talk about being yeah talk about being weaponized and the, so the law has always been pretty bad. The funny thing is, is that it's either there's like this sense of there's so much complacency on the the liberal side which is the centrist side because essentially they agree with basically everything that neocons agreed with or neocons are pushing and agreed with you know reagan most of the liberals that are in congress now probably voted for reagan back in the 80s it's not like they were say you boy know, you come i say you come you know the reagan democrats it was a massive say boy white... you come i say you come <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyhow anyhow my Don't point forget being the South, dude that's foghorn they grabbed foghorn Remember right. what uh, what's his face did in Reagan's cabinet? He's like, yeah, we got to get that South locked in, and that is part of that religious right too. There is a connection between both of them. But yeah, oh my God, sorry. that just threw me off. I feel like I would have. I feel like I. God dang it, I can't. I, I don't know who you're talking about, but uh, that one asshole. I can't remember his name. The guy was in Reagan's cabinet. Yeah, the and, Southern strategy. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Southern the, strategy. Yeah, he died of uh, brain cancer because you know it's funny how some of these people die of those things, but. That's yeah, a side note. Because he, oh, uh, he, he had too many, he had too many strong I got, thoughts. Uh, I got it off the top of my head. At Lee, yeah. Atwater, Atwater, Atwater. Yep. Lee Atwater, Lee Atwater. Thank, thank That's you. him. Atwater. But yeah, I mean, the point being is that like, so there's all this complacency. You know, liberals sat on sat on their laurels for so long, uh, thinking that this would never be overturned. Then they started getting nervous. Uh, I guess in the '90s a little bit. Then it kind of like faded away. Then they got nervous again when Bush was president. Bush too. Uh, got real nervous because they started angling and your Carl Roves are now like in real positions of power and really pushing for that kind of shit. So people started fucking shaking in their boots, but they didn't do anything. I mean, this this is a right that should have been enshrined in the Constitution and uh, would have to it would require a much higher standard to overturn. Now it's this kind of thing where it's being left to the states. And I know some people like friends of ours will say, well, it's a states' rights issue, and it's like stop talking about states' rights as if they're like personal rights. Your state, your state, <laughs> just because your state has a right doesn't mean you do as an individual. I mean, it's fifty-fifty in every fucking state, anyways, right? You know, fifty of the fifty percent of the people believe one thing; the other fifty percent uh, believe in the government of their own state. And so, states' rights doesn't it doesn't help? That doesn't help at all in terms of this no. uh, in terms of this discussion but the point is that the the law was bad it was bad law to begin with it was based on a lot of based on a lot of odd claims at the time uh, a lot of science claims that you know more or less have been challenged and contradicted over the last like four or five decades and so it's always been flimsy but it's been about c cultural consensus and, and that is kept will that prevail. is kept it reason in will prevail. reason did not prevail though Cultural consensus is kept in place, but the one body that can overturn fucking legal precedent is the Supreme Court. So mm -hmm. the second the Supreme Court got flipped, uh, 40 years of Republican, just insane uh, Republican uh, donors uh, going 
hog wild and making sure that they got they got judges on that court. They did it. They succeeded where liberals will always fail because liberals basically share the same ideologies as as conservatives, but they think they're different. And so they don't have they don't have the fucking bones to fight. They can't they can't actually do anything. So they're they're all on their backs now freaking out. And I get it. It's maybe it is worth freaking out over, but uh, they they've been dwindling down the rights for abortion uh, state by state over the course of the last 30, 40 years uh, to the point where it's almost impossible in certain states to even find a clinic. Like they, you know, how many states only have like one clinic left? I mean, yeah, they've been doing that already. Fucking I mean, crazy. Texas, yeah. a nightmare. In so Texas like, this is to John, kind, John Scott. Luke? Come on. Yeah, this is John Scott's point. It's it was effectively going this way for a long time. So why yeah. didn't people like Nancy Pelosi, who are like big uh, warriors for women, why didn't you know real feminist, real progressive feminist? Why didn't? Why didn't she? Why didn't she lead a push when, uh, let's say, Obama had uh, a massive why uh, majority in both fucking houses to like get this enshrined in the Constitution? Why didn't push an amendment? Let's let's lean into that question. Why 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 didn't she? I mean, just who can can understand? Who can who can understand the uh, machinations of such a genius? (laughs) <laughs> that's you're we're, we're starting to get to the heart of matters the the inaction what interests me about politics the most is trying to discern what the fuck is behind the inaction because i hear oh, a lot of best. a ton of words and a ton of promises and a ton of three by five cards but I, mm-hmm. I see no action. I yeah. see essentially a world that is is very similar, yeah. uh, you know, presidency to presidency, regardless of left or right. So, yeah, what is it? Why? Like, why? Dude, That's the, way- the question. Like, why? This no, is, that, that is the key question. That is You're not going to go out with me tonight because these idiots found two poopies in a bed? Yeah, Dean, but it's not the poop. <laughs> It's the mystery behind the poop. I think that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah, it's not Nancy Pelosi herself. It's a mystery behind people we in charge to, who did we, nothing. We need to crack open the turds and try to find an answer. Like, <laughs> what, what is it? Like, restore America's faith just a little bit in because politics. Because it's a simple question. Yeah, no, the simple answer is that there is no there's there's nobody actually defending or representing their actual constitu- constituency and and take take the constituency of anybody fighting for uh pro choice. You take you take a let's say your full like blue dog democrat constituency. You got to split that now between men and women because women are going to be probably a little bit more uh, they, they're going to index higher in terms of like support for that. Now, now you've got like even a smaller group of people. Now you've got this issue, which is coming from the outside. These are coming from your constituents. And what do people like Pelosi actually give a shit about? They, they care most about funding. They care most about uh, continuing the status quo. And as long as Roe v. Wade was there, they didn't have to fucking worry about it. They didn't think, I don't think they, 
I, I will say, I don't think they earnestly thought this was ever going to happen. The fact that this like document got leaked, it was a little shocking to oh, me. You know what I that was is? Like, That's, That's what that is. That goes back to what happened with Trump and all the decorum that went out the window during his presidency. There's <laughs> these old-timey fucks who are in charge, whether they're left or right, the people who are in their 70s plus, they think the world still works in this way where they came up where there was this politeness and there's just lines you don't cross and trump yeah. came in and he's like fuck all that and that and people love that about him because they're so sick of all the vanilla just same old like uh, sound bites right and oh, hey well, you know you know what someone's well, gonna say before they ever say it and and it's not a matter of inaction i also believe that some of these like i don't think nancy pelosi is she's definitely out of touch there's no doubt about it but there's also a part and i think this is fair to say and i'm not gonna start to try to get in the mud between these two shithole parties. But Republicans have in in very recent times have really started to check out and just been like, this thing's over. Like we're, we don't even give a fuck anymore. Like they, they become so radicalized in some of their maneuvers, which gets them victories by not doing anything, throwing out decorum entirely. Fuck Merrick Garland. We're not doing shit. We're, I mean, all these examples are starting to pile up where they don't give a fuck about the process anymore. They just want to win, baby. Al Davis, just win, baby. And that's <laughs> that's been the strategy. I, that is not just some fluke. That, to me, is a concrete sit in the ivory tower of Trump Plaza and break it all down and make sure we get this thing ironed out and done. And I'm not blaming them, the Republicans, entirely because they want to win. I'm just telling you that's that is a fair reality. I see as an independent observer who well, I think both parties are garbage. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the right. I feel like the right is playing yeah. better to base human emotion. Mm -hmm. They're they're supporters of anything happening on the right side of the Overton window. This place is a dump. Like, they're just like, yeah, they feel validated. The 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 tone is the tone is striking better on the right. People feel validated to hate. People feel validated to censor. People feel just validated to basically strip rights from people because they hate they people people are hateful. Have you have you read the news? People have hate in their heart. Oh, have and you the listened right to this is doing a lot fucking <laughs> better at playing to that shit. That's well, gonna swell that's, up like that's a why. Bitch. That's why this is clearly this was clearly something leaked by a liberal because this would yeah. make no sense at all from a right oh, perspective. No. This is going to. I think uh, honestly, I think this is pretty much the end of the left in this country for a very long time because i think this is going to get people ah! that's the source <laughs> this is going to this is going to get people in lockstep for everyone they think quote unquote has the electability and that's going to be all incumbent uh liberals it's it the progressives are going to be seen as kind of risky choices i think by your kind of average exactly. person yeah and i think so this is this is like this is like basically the death knell for the for the left. For probably I don't know until Biden dies. In Who knew that the 2020s would be dominated by the extreme Republican Party? Good for them. Congratulations, you guys did it. Woo! I, I didn't see it coming. I really also, thought as, as time progressed and Bernie Sanders actually 
pump some life into possible progressive politics becoming more mainstream in the United States that my life might get a little bit better as I got older. But man, I was a fucking fool. What a dumb fucking head in the sand ostrich asshole the week I was for sure. Big mistakes were made. And now these 2020s are just going to be rife. Yeah, this is is just a free for all (laughs) from the right side. This is some fertile territory. Uh, The other thing, Mike, I think you were bringing it up or maybe John brought it up. But yeah, I mean, the the women in Congress don't generally speaking are not representing uh, women of childbearing age. Not at all. Give a shit. And they also. uh, Yeah, they all resent their kids. God, that fucking sucked. I don't want to do that again. And not not to make it an age thing, because, okay, that that was a bit of a stretch. But I mean, they're they're all wealthy, wealthy women. I mean, wealthy men and women in Congress. So the what is it? The vast majority over 85 percent of all abortions are basically um, mothers uh, that have like struggled through poverty. So punk is lying. So you know what? If we don't have this is the funny thing. This is going to create it's going to create a fucking stupid blue wave that's going to uh, enshrine, you know, or basically make it so that, you know, nobody, no incumbents and, and none of these like terrible liberals will ever be like removed from office. And uh, but the obvious the obvious thing that nobody will admit to is the fact that more socialist programs would actually relieve the relieve the burdens of the like people in these impoverished areas that feel like they cannot take care of a new child or take care of a child or like a third child or whatever and if you want to reduce abortions you you improve the material conditions of the people that are getting pregnant that is not a complicated so you know, it's it's going to be the obvious thing to do is basically to me what is most common sense, which is, you know, extend extend rights and extend, uh, you know, benefits and you know, material benefits to people who are poor. But of course, that is not how the system is going to react. Just let's see what happens in the midterms. It's going to be fucking hilarious. But honestly, I think this is the biggest boon for Democrats. This is a bigger boon for the democrats and they think it is right now the dems are freaking but this is going to bring in a ton of people to vote because they are they are gonna freak out i sit in the front seat now the most confusing thing to me about the whole issue uh is just that you don't have to get an abortion like you don't you don't have to you don't have to no one's no one's telling you you have to get an abortion. Like I was talking to some dipshit, uh, one of the dipshits. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Jesus. Which dipshit the, was I talking to? Uh, uh, <laughs> hold on, let me roll. Let me go back through the rolodex of dipshittery. There. Thank you, Jesus. And what fucking moron was I talking one to? One of the week? fucking morons that stood up in the wedding this weekend that I went to when we you know rolled up our sleeves and started actually talking real he was like well i'm a libertarian like i just want to be free and it's like okay so you you want to be so cool that's awesome like everyone wants to be free honestly don't vote at that point (laughs) to free to choose like so cool so he's like yep i don't want anyone telling me what to do and i don't want to be uh you know I just don't I don't want to be censored. I, I just don't don't tell me what to do. And I'm like, wow, 
that's that's amazing like that you yeah you can think that way and then and then have like such a contradicting belief on the other side of let's yes say this issue and it's like it's it's people can we please just be a little bit more logical about our emotions like being an emotional feeling individual is great but can you just exercise a little bit more logic look at yourself in the mirror and say what i'm saying two different things that are in complete contrast to each other most people are tuning you out already dude right now that all those words you just said it's like i'm sorry yeah well, i'm sorry I, I know i dude asking too much people, of an emotional reaction they got asking all clouded. Wow, people, dude. your judgment know, got all clouded sucks. by sorry. emotions I, yeah if you guys if you guys yeah if you need me i'll, I'll be uh, little uh, punk is lying watching no, don't, cat no. videos on youtube <laughs> <laughs> I was yep. fo- I was I'm following again. again. I was following what you were saying. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus, you for know, this reason- country you've given us. We're so fortunate. Thank you. It is. It is a classic. It's a classic kind of idiom from uh, like David Hume. You know, reason is slave to the passions. Mm-hmm. So almost no matter what kind of logical argument you have, you're never going to get through to anyone when it comes. Especially that's why this issue is the one that's like probably like the third rail for most like kind of political discussions is that it is just too imbued with like personal feeling and also whatever your upbringing might be if it's religious non-religious doesn't matter it's it's too tied to your own uh personal identity or, or sense of ethics and it's one of the it's one of those it is such a rare issue in that way that the ethics are not necessarily tied to the politics and so you can be let's say you could be like a, a tanky, you know, tanky leftist who also just would never choose abortion for themselves. And and also that there's a lot of there's a lot of studies out there that say that women, as they get older, become more conservative. What, why do you think that is? It's probably because they're having kids and they now believe that, like, oh, having an abortion is absolutely something that's unthinkable. And I understand Fuck that, that whole bitch that does not. That is not something that I I disagree. I don't disagree with that kind of a position, but also like it's difficult to disagree with anybody's position on this particular issue. It's the political machine that has kind of warped it, turned it into a complete, you know, complete fucking uh, just just uh, I don't know. What, what do you want to call it? A melee, uh, a kerfuffle. Uh, it's, it's it's turned it in. It's like a wood chipper. The fucking political system is a goddamn wood chipper for shit like this. So there, it's, it's hard because because when it comes to ethics and all that, everybody feels them, but it's very hard to argue through them. It's, I, you know, I was doing some like just basic research just to kind of like freshen up on this. And I forgot I read like multiple books on these arguments so you can't even like have this conversation with somebody based on logics or philosophy because it is you're never going to meet them where they're at you just want you embarrass me man yeah it's embarrassing okay i think that's enough of this um yeah i think that's <laughs> enough i think we yeah. did it I'm, I, I, yeah yeah let's just, I mean, just let's all just collectively decide where we sit on the whole sanctimony of human life uh, <laughs> fucking issue and and move on with it that'll uh, yeah it's definitely I'd be shocked if there's real changes. If this is an actual impetus for some legitimate, like concrete, tangible changes that happen as a 
bigger picture uh, with actual legislation, uh, people who have fresh perspectives within offices. That would be no. cool, but I, I'm not expecting that to happen at all. And, nope. you know, America's addicted to what they're addicted to with the same routines. And they're just sucking on that glass dick of the one <laughs> that they this prefer. Is, the, this the glass is going dick to be the first prefer. time. This is going to be the first time that liberals have been able to functionally weaponize this issue. That's they true. have been yeah. they have been outgunned at every fucking step for the last 50 years. This yeah. is going to be this is that leak, that political leak is the like it could be the spark that lights a fire or not, but it is going to be the one motivating factor in the one time that the Democrats actually have something that they feel righteous about that they're basically correct about. Yes. Everything else, yeah, right. everything else in their program is designed to hurt mothers and hurt the poor. And so I, you know, but the contradictions yeah. are going to be lost on anybody who votes Democrat. Just remember, uh, ladies Glass and gentlemen, Dick, you've been sucking on, huh? <laughs> Just remember that 75% of people lean left. Just remind yourself that and get a good night's sleep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's not yeah. about leans. It's about yeah. No, I need to who push you out of your fucking you chair. Can, can I, <laughs> who can? Yeah, because people are stupid. Uh, you know, there's this great bit from George Carlin. I actually listened to like a month ago or two months ago, and I wanted to bring it to the podcast because it was so spot on. It was just talking about Americans and uh, the system that you're not a part of. You're not in this. You're not part of the special club. And it, this was shit that he was saying like 25, 30 years ago. You know, so um, I know, I know the bit. I actually listened to it. Fairly recently, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like comedians. Did you guys see Dave Chappelle get tackled on stage? Yeah, dude. What the fuck, dude? Uh, You know, didn't someone predict? Someone predict when Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith that this was? I think it was Jeff Ross or something. Like Jeff Ross flat out cried. I'm not kidding. Apparently, recently after that happened, Jeff Ross of all people, he got emotional and teared up about it because he said this was gonna unleash. Like just chaos on comedians, and look at That's, this. I mean, is that because Jeff Ross is uh, specifically very vulnerable to this type of attack? <laughs> given that he does nothing but fucking roast and terrible. Well, jokes. I mean, he lives and dies. He's not with even funny. Comedy, he's, you know, no, he's, he's not funny. But he's, he's like an insult comic. He's yes, like, he is an insult yeah. comic. He's a roast master. You know, he's not a funny. Dave Chappelle yeah. and Jeff Ross are not even in the same <laughs> exactly like universe. It's, yeah, I completely agree with you there. Funny. But. Yeah, this is something funny that Dave Chappelle said recently. Like, name calling does not break the modern black man. That's not going to do the trick. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, if I went to Kentucky Fried Chicken, and for some reason, everyone behind the counter had a Ku Klux Klan hood on top of their head, what do you think I'm going to do in this day and age? Run out Kentucky Fried Chicken? Not if I'm hungry. <laughs> I'll go straight to the front. Hey, man, let me get a two-piece. I don't give a fuck what he says. You want a biscuit with that nigger? I thought it came with a biscuit. What's all this attitude? <laughs> I want a two-piece. Chop, chop. You know what it is. <laughs> but I'm not going to be mad. Why would I be mad? He's the one that's got to work at Kentucky Fried Chicken, not me. <laughs> That's good shit. Ah, that <laughs> so, rat asshole. He you know st- what? He stole a joke from me that I had 10 years ago, but good for him. Oh, wow. Look, you, you know what? I thought of you, actually. Up? All right, go ahead, Mike. 
I thought of you when I heard, I saw that on like a quick clip on YouTube today. You know, YouTube's got these shorts now because they got to compete with TikTok with the shorts. Yeah, and um, they're like, they're like, yeah, but you know, seconds. but this one was, yeah, that one was a full, and whatever, how short it was, it did make me laugh and it was a good snippet because it's Dave Chappelle. It's all good. But um, it kind of, to me, represented what you're trying to get at. When we were talking about race a few weeks ago, remember we had that whole discussion, which we kind of shit the bed on and then we tried to, you know, amend that I'm, afterwards. I'm very aware. I'm very aware. I know. <laughs> I'm not trying to bring it up because of that. But, <laughs> but you know, remember what you, you were basically saying the guys were doing some work outside of your house a couple weeks back, remember? Yeah. And like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're bigoted, but maybe they don't know any better because they're just no, fools, it's just, right? It's just regular, it's you, just regular dudes like using regular right. terminology. And they all right. work so this is fucking multiple races. <laughs> yeah, so this is what that's what this made me think of. Like Dave Chappelle's a black man, and he's just telling you, he's like, "Hey, I'm fucking hungry, man. I know this shit existed. These words don't bother me." So he, yeah. if you need to hear it from the source, for those of you that are really entrenched in the identity politics, you want to hear it from the black man himself. There you go. I just think that was a good example of, hey, people are gonna say shit. I'm not cool with it. It sucks. It's frustrating. But there's a society I'm a part of here. And I'm gonna try to, you know, do my thing and work through it the best I can. He didn't say he was gonna solve it or anything. It was just a good example of a of a guy being honest about a situation. I think he really was being honest too. I, I know it's a joke, but mm -hmm. maybe I, I don't know no, him personally, so maybe I should pull back there. Yeah, no, he's. He, I think Dave Chappelle is really good at is he's he's good at exploring the the nature of these exchanges that we have and it very just exchanges under capitalism. You know, you you're buying something from this person. They've got to work this job. I mean, there's a requirement if they've got these racial, this racial animus and they, they want to express it. They can't, uh, they're restricted because of that. So it's almost like saying they've got, uh, they're wearing like clans, clans gowns, you know, they got hoods on, but they, they could, even if those hoods don't exist. I mean, maybe they're just like super fucking racist and they work yeah. behind the counter and they have to take your order anyways. They have, they still have to do what it is they're like employed to do. Now, if they wanted to actually wear the hoods and, and there was a, I don't know if there was real violence involved. I mean, of course we're talking about a different thing, but yeah, the, the idea that the idea that people would just freak over I think what really is getting to me and one reason I love the way Dave Chappelle talks about the kind of stuff is the complete cynicism that is coming from liberals about literally everybody they think is racist because I don't think they deploy the word correctly. I don't think they understand what it means. And I don't think that they are in nearly as in as exclusive company as they think they're in. And they constantly wow, want dude. to be like, they want to paint anybody that voted for Trump as fucking racist. They want to take the guy who's got the thin blue line flag out of his house, call him racist. And it racist just becomes this thing that like completely, completely absorbs every other nuance and just destroys it. It flattens out the whole conversation. And the liberals are the ones that uh, utilize that the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chappelle's the man. That's it's a that's that's a powerful joke and it kind of illuminates maybe there's maybe there's great power in not caring there's a place to not care there's a place yeah. to say yep 
I hear that and I legitimately don't fucking I like I'm just going to brush it off. I'm going to throw your trash into the f- trash bin where it belongs. And that's you're going into a rehab. And that's there's there's a lot of there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of agency in that uh, and taking control. That's like that's a that's a joke about like resting control in a situation where you're being attacked. Wrong. In, in real again, you know, this fucking identity politics shit it does not it does not involve overt racism to that degree. It's always casual. And if it's casual, it's almost almost always not really that dangerous, except for the fact that, like, you know, that level of, ca- like, casualness, you know, kind of across the board in a pervasive way might be, you know, dangerous in general. But it's not people who any what I'm getting at is this ain't it is not TV. always. It's not going to be that overt. And when I was living in New York, we had this guy that used to deliver uh, DVDs for us. This poor kid. He was like 19 or 20 maybe. And he would go out and deliver DVDs. And he was like, man, he came back and told our boss. And he was like, man, when I came, I was like uh, delivering DVDs. Some old lady, just some old like uh, she was an immigrant of some sort. I have no idea what uh, he because the way he told the story, she had an accent. But she was calling him the N-word over and over and spitting at him. <laughs> and he was Jesus. and we were like, we we're like, are you all right? And he was like, Yeah, so why, why the fuck do I care? Like, who gives a shit? Like, she of course these people are here. It's not like I was in danger, but you know, clearly that's where the line is. Usually it's right. uh when it comes to danger, but you do have to have an ability to uh deal with that to a degree and you know, granted, I'm saying this, uh, you know, as, of course, as a, as a white dude, but like normally, oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah, okay. Do. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Press your qualifications. <laughs> your wow, dude. That was what I was going to say. Wow, dude. Ultimately, it's like I don't even usually give this type of conversation a lot of oxygen, but that is a real life example of of a kid who's you know 20 years old getting called the N word, and he's just like this, is not worth my freaking time at all and i yeah. and i always thought that that was uh that was that was fairly amazing to me at the time i was like 25 the thing it. that sucks is that those most vulnerable and those most attacked are those who the onus falls on to be the mm-hmm. bigger person it sucks it's like you're, you know, you're a woman and you're dealing with sexism. You're, you know, a black man and you're a woman you're dealing with racism. And it's just like, it's not, it's, you know, it's, geez, if it's not bad enough that you're dealing with that, you're the one that bears the weight of having to work through it because the person spitting that shit on you doesn't care. Five seconds later, they're just they're they're going to Arby's for a fucking, you know, like roast beef and cheddar and not even thinking about it. Whoa, 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 dude. It's called the beef and cheddar. They don't call it beef, roast and, beef cheddar. and cheddar. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to lose apologize. credibility. You're going to lose Thank credibility, you. dude. I'm trying to help <laughs> you out here. I know. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize, issue an apology to the Arby's community. I used to pound beef and cheddars in the toilet at Arby's when I worked there. It was great, man. God. I used to love that. <laughs> what is with people, what's with people that don't eat 
food in the bathroom. People don't. people that don't. <laughs> yeah. People people really don't. People there are a lot of people that think eating food in in a bathroom is like just the most unholy thing you can do and I've never understood that. It, dude, there's fecal matter everywhere. Just fucking deal. No way, dude. No <laughs> way. Uh no way, dude. I'm not buying. This guy it. wants yeah. to tell me we're living in a one, community. One last uh, one last quick laugh. comment. One last quick comment on all this. I'm living in America. And in America all all these America's not a country. It's just a business. Now fucking pay me. There you yes. go. You're in America. If you don't make money, you're a fucking douchebag. Exactly. Yeah. It's all simple. Yeah. No, it's all these all these endangered endangered. All all these <laughs> in in you know, endangered uh you know communities, categories. This is America. You don't make money, you're a fucking douchebag. Now what you gonna do? What you gotta do? <laughs> I the, love that part. That's my party system is party system is gonna is going to try to motivate people to get out there to vote for policies that are gonna fucking harm them, and it's so it's gonna be very interesting to read all the postmortems on this stuff because everybody likes to say that Republicans are constantly voting against their own interests, and it's very freaking derogatory, totally cynical, and it's talking down to everybody, which is why you get fucking Trump in the first place and it's going to happen now on the other side well <laughs> very closely on the other side the, the centrist side for the for the liberals they're going to motivate all these people to go vote uh for shitty fucking policies and terrible terrible politics that are going to uh harm their harm their children harm the women harm the, uh girls born of women etc cetera, etc cetera, for fucking ever generations and generations are going to be harmed by the democratic party and people just are going to accept it because uh abortion is a thing that is a trigger issue and that is going to be the thing that gets everybody out of their goddamn uh sofas so hey this, yeah, to me this is the same yeah, thing no, i didn't it, say this before it, this is the same thing church, as when they yeah. when they failed to renew the voting rights act in, this is a legislative issue, That's very much right. too. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. Like the, they let it lapse back in like twenty seven, sixteen, a few years ago. Yep. They let the nineteen sixty five Voting Rights Act lapse because they didn't fucking renew it and fix they it in they the it. legislative body. Because the one thing we haven't said on the show enough, I feel like maybe we have, but it hasn't been said recently, is that Congress is the biggest joke of all time. They're not even a body. body. Yeah, they terrible. don't exist anymore. You think Congress exists? You go to your history class. You're 13 years old. You're 16 years old. Oh, what is this? There's three branches of government: the legislative, the executive, <laughs> and the judicial. Now, the legislative. I don't care what the fuck they tell you about the legislative branch. It doesn't do shit. It does not exist physically, ethereally. It don't exist, man. It don't exist at all. So yeah. that is a really important aspect. I think of this abortion conversation. I wanted to mention that. Yeah, well, I mean, if you put if you replace the if you replace the icons for the three branches with like Halliburton, uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking Blackwater, Quicken Loans, yeah. Blackwater. Yeah, yeah, now now we're talking. Now we can see how they're all interconnected. If you replace them with like business logos, now you get how they connect. If yeah, you use it looks like a soccer logos, jersey, just a bunch yeah, of sponsorships all yes, over the exact, place. That's a yes, Mike. That is exactly yeah, that's right. Congress. Fuck yeah. Exactly. We need to be more fair weather fans. We need more fair weather fans. Show me 
produce wins. Win first, win <laughs> first, and then I will be on your team. I'm yeah, not loyal. Then you can get me involved. You piece no, of I, shit. No, winning, Hell, you're just serving me up loss after loss after loss. Oh my god, yeah. There's a lot of there's a, there's a bunch of integrity and just sticking to the fucking line. No, produce produce dubs, produce W's, and then I'll right. winning is not dubs. Winning is not gaining me as a as a uh, accolade. Uh, we're yeah, never going to get the problem the is we're never party gonna, we're never going to get what we want. We're well, never the Democratic gonna party. party. No, we can't. All right, let's uh on, let's on get a quick reprieve here. Yeah. I, I want to do a quick <laughs> reprieve. This is uh and then we'll get into the emails. This is George Carlin on the American Dream. Lasting American value that's left buying things. Buying things. People spending money they don't have on things they don't need. Money they don't have on things they don't need. So they can max out their credit cards and spend the rest of their lives paying 18% interest on something that costs twelve fifty. And they didn't like it when they got it home anyway. Not too bright, folks. Not too fucking bright. But if you talk to one of them about this, if you isolate one of them, you sit them down rationally, and you talk to them about the low IQs and the dumb behavior and the bad decisions, right away they start talking about education. That's the big answer to everything. Education. They say we need more money for education. We need more, more, more books, more teachers, more classrooms, more schools. Uh, we need more testing for the kids. And you say to them, well, you know, we've tried all of that and the kids still can't pass the test. So oh, don't you worry about that. We're going to lower the passing grades. <laughs> and that's what they do in a lot of these schools now. They lower the passing grades so more kids can pass. More kids pass. The school looks good. Everybody's happy. The IQ of the country slips another two or three points. And pretty soon, all you'll need to get into college is a fucking pencil. <laughs> Got a pencil? Get the fuck in there. It's physics. <laughs> then everyone wonders why 17 other countries graduate more scientists than we do. Education. Politicians know that word. They use it on you. Politicians have traditionally hidden behind three things. The flag, the Bible, and children. No child left behind. No child left behind. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't long ago you were talking about giving kids a head start. Head start, left behind. Someone's losing fucking ground here. <laughs> but there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks. And it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever here you be go. fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The big, re the wealthy, that, the real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. They're, they're, they're an irrelevant. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media, media news, all the big media companies. So they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want 
obedient workers, obedient <laughs> workers, people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your Social Security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. <laughs> you and I are not in the big club. And by the way, it's the same big club. All right, there it is. Yeah, I just wanted to yeah. get that point clear. Actually, that's, yeah, that's Hicks. Sums, that's, sums that's, that's, go, that's go back to bed America. Hicks is another you know, right. Like, I Here remember. you go. Here's uh, American <laughs> Gladiators. Shut the oh, fuck yeah. up. Go back to bed, America. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Do you do you have the do you have the uh, uh, pro life uh, Bill Hicks? Oh, drop. Oh yeah. That's I just good. I just I thought that was think about that. Well, I, I did. Close, I, you know what? I instead of a song, it, but... instead of a song, we should close the show with that. That's what we'll close the show with. How about that? That'll be cool. Maybe. Be great... Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. Uh. Let's okay. get to the emails. Yeah. Good job. I'm sorry, I missed your Here's text. Uh, yeah, we call, Oh, by the way, Sean says, love the show and wondering when the next Utah get me two clip will return. Well, that's more of a Palazzo thing. So you got to get over to my fantasy baseball show, the Palazzo podcast, two L's, two Z's. <laughs> Utah, get me two. See, it's always on tap on that show. But I try not to bleed the shows together too much. We want to make sure we have some you know, variety and you know something different. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose talking about any of this would really not be a good idea. In oh, I'll do it, but I just don't even care to because I know I can't be the impetus for change through a simple show about fantasy baseball. When all they you want don't... is an escape. That's what all they want is escape anyways. In fact, I've heard from people directly about they love the Discord and the Palazzo podcast because it's an escape where they don't have to... I don't Because there's no like channels of about politics and life and crisis and social issues there. It's just a chance for them to get away from it all. And you know what? I understand that we really need to be aware of things. I'm aware of things too. And I pride myself in trying to make sure that before I made any decisions that I was somewhat aware of the reality of them. But I also completely understand why people just want to get away. And does, that's always going to be a human trait. It's going it to be does a kind part of crack me up. I'm a, yes, it's true, but... How much more escape do we need? We've got more! a billion, a billion things on Netflix and every other streaming station yeah. out there. You've got more. Oh, Sometimes just, those are about things. We don't want. We want things that are just I, about nothing, like I Seinfeld. What, yeah, I think. I think what it is is it's like closing that additional gap where there's like maybe there's some free thought here and some anxiety, and it's like nope, let's just close that one too. So now it's. <laughs> A hundred percent escapism. So we're getting closer and closer to the simulation that we talked about, you know, about a month oh, and a yeah. half ago. Yes, we did. Well, anyway, the yes. Is It Safe podcast where there is no reprieve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are, the, these are the challenging, hard-hitting questions that will make you uncomfortable and hate being awake. I will give you this too, Sean. This one's for you. You're trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? There you go. Okay. All right. Let's get to the yeah. next email. Thank you, Sean, for emailing the show. Get back at us at isasafepod at gmail.com. Isasafepod at gmail.com. Next email is from Mr. Pink. Pink is back, back weeks. I guess he's over the beef between him and Luke, which is good news. Yeah, and stop Mr. calling Pink, it a beef. What are you just, you're drumming up. Actually, hold on. I got to stop. You can cut that out. Let's it's keep, uh, let's keep, keep rivalry going. 
No, I'm not going to cut it out. Now you're fucked. Now you look like a fool. I was just going to tell you that <laughs> Damn it's, it. a, it's entertainment. I'm drumming it up on purpose. Just go with it. We got to get outside of our individuals. This is the toughest thing to do when you do a show is to toe the line of entertainment while giving a piece of your actual self with also a dab of just like chaos and absurdity about you. Like, a, you know, like a Larry David not being really himself on Kirby Enthusiasm and shit like that. So it's a complex process, guys. It's not easy. How's that sandwich, John? Oh, <laughs> It's a running bit on the show. What's your favorite corned beef sandwich? Mm, <laughs> yeah, it's a, that looked really yeah, good. We saw it on video. That. that that requires a full segment. <laughs> All right, Mr. Pink says, thanks for taking the time to read my email about Musk and Twitter last week. It was great to hear your opinions. How about that, guys? Isn't that nice? I met my first and third wife on FarmersOnly.com, <laughs> so don't hate on it. Really? Wow. Okay, I did not see that one coming. That's what cool. wife are you on now, Mr. Pink? Let us know. Is it safepot at gmail.com? Did you see that a... By the way, we have a Twitter handle that we never use. It's is it safe pod on Twitter, if you care to check it out. I actually tweeted the other day, just to let you guys know that we're alive. All I said was, yes, the show still exists, and I posted the latest episode. But it does exist. What's Twitter? I think we have, yeah, it's this place where... What's you, know, Twitter? You, you can really it's actually a place where you can harness goodness and positivity in your life if you so choose but a lot of people use it for negativity and you know to exploit the workers and and people's opinions and gaslight it's basically a gaslighting app that's what oh, it really is yeah. well, for well, now people, people for now are the problem then then people yeah. are the problem at that point yeah for now elon musk will fix it don't worry yeah as soon All as right. the muskie gets it it's gonna be just good it's gonna be great did you see that uh did you see that a city in kansas has outlawed co-living They've made it illegal for non-related people to live together. That's crazy to me. I was wondering what you guys think about that. I have not heard about this. <laughs> I mean, clearly, that's insane. That's, what, what? clearly insanity. That is so fucking stupid. What? No, that's not real, right? That's not real. No, I don't believe it. I, I just simply don't. Believe oh, it, it says it. here well, we go. The, it's right away on Google. It says, "Did Shawnee really ban roommates? Shawnee is the town. Here's what the new co-living restrictions mean." Last week, Shawnee City Council voted unanimously. Last week, the Shawnee City Council oh voted God. unanimously to ban co-living in all of its residential districts. The decision came as a surprise to some, but the city council had been discussing the role of co-living in the city for some time. Some renters concerned about affordable housing have expressed frustration at the council's move to eliminate an option that allows people to share rent costs. But Shawnee Fourth Ward City Council member Jill Chalfy said the ordinance to primarily in response to arrangements that treat co-living more as a business and less of a communal space. Uh, they go into a house. They got the house. Well, let me do a different voice. They go into the house. They got the house and they form six or seven bedrooms with not separate keys to each door. Shawnee Second Ward City Council member Eric Jenkins said, This is not how housing, this is not housing. This is a commercial enterprise. <laughs> so what does the new law actually say? Does it really ban roommates? Here's what you need to know. The ordinance defines co-living as a group of four or more people, unrelated people ages 18 or older, who live in the same housing unit. This does not apply to group homes, which are specialty home settings. There you go. I don't understand. I, st I still did not understand. That was that was the most fucking incoherent 
thing I've ever heard. Here's Tom with the weather. Yeah. 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 It was like, yeah, it was wait, wait for 10 things that can kill you. Coming up at 10. <laughs> no, that's not real. I, I just said fucking. Is, that's not real. That's that so that can't. It's a real article from the Kansas City Star. We'll say that. what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic yeah. things I have ever heard. There you go. Anyway, so uh, Mr. Pink, it just is, it seems stupid and absurd, and hopefully it doesn't spread. If this does spread, though, we will come back to it. But to all of us, we're like, this is just bonkers. So this doesn't just make like, any sense. Also, clearly, no, this is clearly fucking insane. I, I what are the see? This is another reason why shit like uh, Roe v. Wade is going to fucking like change the way politics works. Is it's such a heavy hammer? All you got to do is get Cock people distracted. Hammer. You got to get people distracted about some insane thing that like shouldn't exist. Yeah. And they're going to be whipped up into such a frenzy that they won't even be paying attention at all to their daily needs. I do it's love gone. whipping up a good frenzy, though, I must say. It all is right. a lot of fun. Okay. So. All, right. all right. Let me finish the email from Pink. It also says, also, what's your take on the talk? about President Biden forgiving all or a portion of people's student loans. I have some student... Oh, boy. You pink, you're, you're gaslighting Luke here. That's what this... Or you're yeah, gaslighting yeah. the shows away. No, I, I am anti-student loan forgiveness. Let me just go on the record. <laughs> I have some student loans, which I took no, out not. to fund... That's stupid. I, I have some so student stupid. loans, which I took out to fund my part-time schooling and full-time drinking habits back in the day. Some relief would go along to helping my personal budget i love the show last week thanks for talking about that historic turd and not the one left in johnny depp's bed oh I have we to, should have talked about that i have That's to crazy. no no i have to admit no, that paying attention to that trial is a current guilty pleasure of mine mr pink okay well, oh mr. Pink's- actually i i made a side note of like guilty pleasures because i was like having one uh yes like yesterday today or whatever and i was gonna ask you guys about that so that, that's funny that he even mentioned that but hold on Student loans. All right. <laughs> this recording's going to go four or five hours at least. Let's go for it. All right. Uh, what, what do we want to talk about here? Uh, student loans. Okay. Uh, first of all, Biden's not forgiving anything. Um, first of all, okay. First of all, you should not call it forgiveness. It's cancellation. Mike, lean back in. I'm not going to go on forever. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep this real, real quick. Cancellation versus forgiveness. Uh, forgiveness means that it's a moral thing, and it's not a moral thing for everybody to have taken out fucking loans to actually get an education that uh, unjustly was fucking stolen from them. It should have been given to them uh, from the very fucking beginning, and anybody that actually took out student loans is somebody who could not afford to pay for school. And so I hate this the regressive logic about uh, every time you like canceling loans is going to actually give it's going to be some kind of bailout or give giveaway to rich people. That's not even the thing. That's not that doesn't exist. It's not. Going this out. is America. You don't make money. No. You're a fucking douchebag. Now, what you going to do? Here's what I think. Biden's not going to do it. If he does, it's going to be 10 grand. It's not going to matter. And if he does do the 10 grand, it's not even going to be the interest on most people's loans for the course of a year. So it's never actually going to dig into their principal and it's not actually going to change their monthly payments. So it doesn't have any material difference whatsoever or even perceptible difference in anybody's monthly life. That's it. And that's what he's going to do to try to he's get You know, he doesn't need to do this shit anymore. That's the funny thing about this abortion ruling is he's going. This is going to change the whole calculus of this midterm. He is not going to have to do anything 
when it comes to any other any other bill. He's not going to have to do student loans. He's not going to have to do build back better, whatever the hell that means. He's not going to have to do anything because that's going to be enough to motivate just enough people for like the blue dog Dems to stay, keep in their seats. So this is a moot point. Yep. Yep. My son's the, a loser. The best, the best advice I can give anybody is pretend that you don't have student loan debt. Yeah, that's exact. Oh, dude. We are kindred spirits here. See, that's why Luke's got to get on board with us. We are part of this movement where we just don't even think about it. Ever. There's so much. There's so much anxiety. There's so much shit to be anxious about. Pretend that you don't have student loan debt. I'm with it. I love what that guy says. Well, listen, I'm, I'm down. I'm down until with until, my, my, until, until strike, this happens. You know? Until this happens. Pretend you don't have it until this happens one day. Yeah, sure. Nah. Pull your head out of your ass. Pull your head out of your ass. Mr. Warrant, Mr. Warner, Miss, Mr. Werner. It's and you open the door and it's someone who opens their palm and says, give us three hundred and seventy five dollars right now or we're fucking taking you to jail. Listen which to me. Is never going to happen. Burden <laughs> approved. I've learned something about bird. Oh yeah, bird like, approved. That's bird good shit, dude. Hey, yeah. well, they got you your social security number. Who gives a? You know what? Ass. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to feed into the state right here. Now, yeah, no. are you threatening me, Dick? Actually, the more you guys uh, pretend it doesn't exist, the the better chance I've got of jumping into this debt collective and this debt strike. And they completely goddamn disrespected yeah. me. Little we, we need a lot of people. We need everybody. To I know. Stop paying so we're already, so we're all three of us everybody are in this together. To stop yeah. paying them. They're completely unjust. Like completely unjust. And it is your is Martin Luther King Jr. Come on, everybody likes to drop that. It is <laughs> yeah. absolutely. It's unjust to let a fucking unjust system survive. It's awesome. We're gonna keep. We're going to make this happen eventually. I actually have less doubt that there that it will actually happen someday now, more than ever. For the first time, I always thought it really would happen, but now as we move through It'll 2022 and now we see what's going on in the country, I feel like for the, I'm actually kind of defeatist on the fact that they will cancel my student loan debt. But that's okay, because I'm just going to keep going to school. And as long as you stay in school at least part-time, yeah. you can finagle this system. You could be just like me. And hey, school. Yeah. Pursuit, yeah. yeah. You have student, college. You have student loan debt. Go to school for the rest of your life. Take one. Take, take a cooking class at the local community college. Just take at least six credits. Get your ass in there. Hmm. It works. That's, that's actually that's interesting. It is. Who, who doesn't love the pursuit of knowledge? Don't we all? I like that learn idea. More? We all like now, it. Well, go to it's school. just 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 keep enrolling and just don't go to class. What's the point? What what's the difference? <laughs> Exactly. They just, they just fail you. You just keep getting into class, and you might, you, you. might, you might actually. They have in, no. They have no have mechanism money, for though. stopping that. They have. Yes, you'll have. It to could spend. be cheaper than paying your student loans, though. If exactly. It's cheap, local yes. community college. Yes. <laughs> you go to a community college and you spend like three, four hundred dollars a semester. Mm -hmm. It's thirty to, bucks a credit hour. I don't know. Yeah, come on. That's Fucking dude. Brilliant. That's a that's a great investment. That's genius. Hey, Why are we uh, doing that? I am a false prophet. I'm a false prophet, so that's what it I is. might enroll. I might enroll in classes uh, for a fall semester. 
I'm there you go, this dude. Idea. Hey, I've been working on my master's for shit. This is the third year now, so it's all been on retainer. So retainer. Good times. Yeah, that's a good one. I can't believe we don't have that one. I definitely need that retainer drop. Okay, uh, let's get to the other email from Danny. Danny Bennett, the original Is It Safe talk show person. Danny boy. Uh, say, I know. Safe yeah. to say he's our first fan. He's our first fan. Right? He's our only fan. Well, everybody That's else. That's not true. Is, uh, that is everyone not else true. is just trolling us. From Glen to Glen. They're trolling you. They're trolling I'm, you. They're not trolling Yeah, me. they're trolling me because they know I'm easy. I'm easily activatable. Yes, you are. You got a little bit of liberty in you, man. You always did. So, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> Thank you for that rousing rendition of Scott's plan. It gets me every time. Yeah, that was rousing. Uh, I'll do better. I can do. Danny, I can. Yeah, he, I can do better. I can do. Wait, Scott, John you, also. John fault. also process, He almost. He also promised a uh, new verse. So that's got to come. He's got to work got on one that, week. Yeah. You got one week on the new verse, man. Well, we I was. You know. Yeah, I was waylaid in Puerto Rico this week. I yeah didn't have time yeah. to study. So you get a pass this week, but take a couple week. weeks. We'll get there. We need a buffer, but. I will say, too, the music was a little hot. I needed to bring down the sound on that one. So I apologize for the mix on that, Danny. It was a little hot on the last rendition. Couldn't hear Scott's beautiful voice. Also, Danny says, what is your finest moment at a wedding you attended? Huh. Worst moment? So what is your finest or worst moment? Adios, Danny in Alaska. That's a good one. Got a, yeah. What, what was a, your final? What, what was your what worst a, moment? What a way he has. Do we want to do fine? Do we want to do good? And Let's bad, start with, or a good around and then bad around. Let's just see. What was? What's your finest moment at a wedding, guys? Go ahead. My finest moment was being given that look from that woman at that wedding. Fuck like, that whole bitch. Like that. That. You know, like like that that maid of honor was like, yeah, look, you know the look when you see the look. Worst moment. You think I give a fuck no. about her? Well, fuck that, that was that more. Bitch. I that don't give a probably, fuck about her. That's more the like worst. Your, that's your happiest moment. <laughs> worst moment was the last five days of of my fucking life. Oh god. Des- destination. I was always the guy. I was like, oh, destination wedding. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal, or whatever. Worst shit ever. Worst weekend ever. Stephanie and I went to Puerto Rico, San Juan. Arrogant. Just fucking the hubris to have a destination wedding that cost us probably three grand was. Jesus Christ, man. Fucking pathetic. We broke this shit. You didn't do this shit by yourself. So, hey, uh, Brendan, if you ever listen to this. (laughs) Bro, your wedding was fucking trash. It was it was it felt more like a fucking funeral. If no one's going to tell you, no one's going to fucking tell you. No one's going to look you in the eye and tell you that it was a fucking funeral of a weekend. (laughs) And I'm trying to buy a house. And I'm trying to pretend like I don't have student loan debt and I'm trying to feed myself (laughs) and I'm trying to pay rent and utilities and you cost me three grand and you couldn't even have the fucking decency to thank me. So fuck you. Worst wedding ever. Wow. Did you just say go fuck myself? Go fuck yourself. It was literally 
terrible. I called my mother last night to vent to her. And she was like, yeah, you shouldn't. Oh, oh, the reception that's in October. You shouldn't even go to that. You have no right. Oh, you want a gift? You want a gift from me? My fucking presence is the present. Dickhead. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Why'd you go, though, man? Why did you go? Good one. Because I stood up in the wedding. I didn't realize. Oh, you stood I up. Got, you weren't I just got, an attendee. I got, asked, I got asked to stand up in the wedding, though we never hang out anymore. Like, in April of 2020, like, seven weeks after the pandemic, where everyone said, this is going to just, you know, just hold on for another couple of weeks. Everything will be fine. Sweet. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico in two years. Sounds great. I'll I'll be there. It sounds like a vacation. No, no. It was a damn liability. Between the $600 suit you asked everyone to buy yep. and the... And the sixteen hundred dollar Airbnb and the Airbnb that didn't have running water that we didn't get a refund on. No. And the food and the gifts and oh, the God. everything. Bro. No. Oh God. No. You're get your you're, supervisor you're, on the phone. You fucked up. You, <laughs> you, you done fucked up royally and no one was happy. And let me tell you, have you ever listened to this, Brendan? Uh, no one really liked it. No one actually really enjoyed themselves at the wedding. It was fucking liability. Treat me and like now, I was soft, man. You treat me like thank I was you. I would like to thank you since you haven't thanked me for standing up at your wedding. I would like to thank you for setting my future plans to buy a house and live my life back six months. You sent me wow, back six dude. months. Wow, dude. Thanks for setting me back six months on my life plan. Appreciate it. Scott's plan. Scott's plan. Six months late on the fucking house plan. This is an open and shut case. Yeah, there well, it is. Sorry. Was that? I don't know. Did I answer? I'm sorry. Did I answer the question? Jesus Christ. I can't. I won't be thinking of anything other than that for the next couple of days. That shit is. That's amazing. I got more to say too. I almost turned into a fucking meme this weekend, but we'll do that off the record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, hey. Oh man. Man, I just Holy don't know shit. why. That was I know that you know friendships always. It's you know very important to me. Always has. You know what, been. Though? I care about the people in my life that I love. But this one sounds like you know you guys are already disconnected. I don't know. You just felt like you couldn't say no, or <laughs> I didn't know what it what I didn't know what it entailed. I just didn't. But, no, but you did find out you know, the other suit would cost six hundred bucks. I'm not blaming you. I'm just Poor, trying to. Yeah. Oh no, dude, it was just it was just awful communication. It's just a huge ask, and then no communication, no. Mm. No attaboy, no slap on the ass, no like, hey, man, you're really important to me. Like, I know this is a lot. I know it's a pandemic. I know that inflation is real. I know that people that don't have better? money. I, yeah, you know what, dude, it actually, I mean. Just acknowledging your problems, I'm listening. Just for a That's second. Important. 
Yep. It's very important. Just, just to be seen, just to be acknowledged, just to be, you know, I, man, I, I'm, and I've never thought that way. Like I've never been much for, I need validation. Like, please tell me I'm cute. Like I pride well, myself. You take, you take enough fucking, uh, you're changing, you know, man. Rip, rips on the chops. Uh, you're going to start looking for that. But uh, you know, <laughs> Actually, wow. I, I always wonder. I always wonder. We're just blowing through nap time, aren't we? I've been to what? I've been to like twenty-five weddings at this point. And exactly. In like five, five Luke or six. To, uh, I guess Iceland, I've, didn't I've, you, Luke? Yeah, but like five or six weddings I've I've been in. You always have to pay for your like suit or tux, and yeah, in the grand scheme of things, with how much with how much this stuff costs. And all of the money being dumped into all this ridiculous expenses. Why? Why isn't it just a regular tradition that th- th- that's covered? That should just be covered. That that's one reason I actually missed a wedding of a friend of ours, is that I couldn't afford the the suit or the the tuxedo. We were young. I mean, we were like twenty four or twenty five, maybe. Well, Govia, you remember? I mean, it's when we were going out to California, and. Dude, we were fucking I, 31. <laughs> okay, well, hey, listen, 31 with student loans, that's when they just started kicking in. Oh, you know what I mean? Student loans, never well, far. But, but it oh, is yeah, true. Yeah. But it is true. I was going to say, are, was it a friend of mine or a friend of ours? This is a friend of mine. Yeah. You know what I'm talking friend, about. I know and, who it is now, yeah. Yeah, and it was... In, Drove out to Temecula, I, California. What a drive that was from Denver to Temecula. You want to hear it? You want to hear a little... It was a great ride! Track. Yeah, that was fine. You want to hear a side factoid is that that same friend fucking I remember hearing that same friend talk shit about me not being able to afford things because uh, because I had student loans like uh, like talking down. And it's like, are you are you you didn't have to pay for a goddamn dollar of your education. You have no idea what this is like. The second I graduated, we could come tomorrow. Six months to the day after I graduated, I was being called nine, ten times a day by debt collectors. Well, mm-hmm. Sally May, but okay. what's the difference? Yeah. Anyhow, right. move, moving okay. on. Point, all right. Okay. There all right. Go. All right. That's good. No, That's but, good. but point being is, why is it not a tradition that we just cover? We like cover it, like you got to cover people's fucking tuxedo costs. That's not much in see, comparison to the whole thing. You got to stand your ground, man. Stand your ground law. It's important. You yeah. know. Me and Leanne, we're going to get married eventually here. It'll happen very soon. It would never, ever put any onus on other people to come to our wedding. I mean, it's just such a dick move. We would never... Hey, Does that that mean we're not being invited? Is that your way of saying... This is the early... I'm trying to set the tone. (laughs) I'm trying to let you guys down early now. Leanne loves New York. She's like, I would... She loves New York so much. She wants to get married in New York. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm not doing that to the people I care about. That's just a fucking... And if we did do it, we'd be like, you know what? Fuck all y'all. We're not inviting anybody. We're just going to go get married over there. And that's how it would be. So these traditions and the whole bridal industrial complex that exists today is a fucking absolute big pet peeve of mine. I got big beef. Scott, everything you said, beautiful. Fucking 10 rounds of applause Again and again and again. I would be excited to go to your wedding if even I all I I just need to know that you know 
and that's yeah. if I knew you're supposed that, to be standing up, man. You guys should have more of a connection there, and there's clearly not yeah. that connection. If I knew that you knew, I would be excited. That's like I was only asking for. I, I was just grasping for any sort of pat on the ass for my three thousand dollars, and yeah. didn't get it. And instead, I feel like Danny set you up. Did Danny like? Did Danny talk about? Hey, email the show, and then we're gonna. Do, did you guys put this together? No, this, is, no, this no. is gold, Gary. It's gold. No, no, that was that was <laughs> authentic. I my so my best buddy was the best man, and he was just even more Ooh. over a barrel because he lives in Pittsburgh and he has to it's logistically more impossible for him to come to the wedding shower and the bachelor party Mm -hmm. and the wedding and the reception that's happening in october bro you threw yourself four parties four (laughs) dude is throwing himself four fucking parties at some point you need to come down parasol party you need to come you need to you need to come down. Yeah, this guy's ego is either out of control out. or he's just out. oblivious. So it's one or the other. It, the obliviousness is, yeah. is the thing that I, blows me away. It's like, come I'm on, tired for fucking your wife. No, uh, people think they're doing you a favor. That's the thing. People actually, my contention is that he actually oh, thought sick. he was doing everyone a favor. Like, it's going to be a party. It, it, <laughs> felt, it felt like anything but. A party. <laughs> this is yeah. This was you after the wedding. Do you have any money invested with this bank? No, you just lost it all. Then please stand aside for people who actually have money with us. Next, please. <laughs> <laughs> just down to the felt. Just, <laughs> just, just taking a spatula to my last twenty dollar <laughs> bill for you. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna get that off that fucking vent. I, I think I have ten <laughs> ten more dollars. This is a fucking felt and lint, baby. That's all that's left. Wow. Well, that's a fucking what? That's that answers all of our stories, really. I mean, shit. I mean, I I've had a lot of good times at weddings. They were always fun. I I rarely can think of a wedding where things went bad for me. Uh, I always enjoyed them for the most part. Um, so, yeah, I, weddings always been fun. I've always associated weddings with good times, and yep. I really can't Likewise. think. Nothing will top that story, and I can't think of a destination wedding where I went out of my way, but both of you guys have gone out of your way for destination weddings, and I've never done that. I don't believe... I mean, we went to Temecula, Luke, on that trip, and to me, that was a cheap trip because we drove a car, you know, 14 hours, and we kept it pretty modest, so it wasn't like... That one wasn't that bad, but Luke flew out to Denver, so he had to incur a flight expense that I didn't, so that's Mm -hmm. important, too, but... uh. Well, I, I hope you. I hope you feel special. That's real. Luke, you've been muted this whole time. I don't know if you know that. So everything you're saying is not being heard. So, I guess you pissed off the streamyard people. I don't know what happened. Maybe I just touched the society. Dude, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. That's, uh, I, that's that's Scott's phrase. Like I don't know what happened. You know, I just I don't yeah, do. I just yeah, do yeah. things. No, yeah. I I just happened to be. I got moved out of the wedding party because I couldn't guarantee. Oh, you got I demoted. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you got demoted. I couldn't. I couldn't guarantee that you I got sent down to AAA. Because I was like, I don't know if I can afford to do it. So instead of instead of somebody spending twenty five thousand dollars in their own wedding, saying like, "Hey, listen, um, I understand that you're in a rough spot. You're still a student." Because I was still a student at the time. Uh, why don't we just? Or maybe I was just out of that. You said we were thirty, so 
It was but either 2011. Way. That was 11 years ago. Actually, it was last okay. uh, it, was it was in 11. wow, yeah, it was, it was in March oh, okay. too. That was 11 years point, ago. It was March. Point being, point being is like these people cough up so much fucking cash, but like you, you set up your, you set up your wedding party, and somebody says like, listen, I, I don't know if I can afford to do this, and you just let them. You're just like, okay, uh, I don't think you're like, I don't think you can be in our wedding party. And then all of a sudden you're not. And now you're like, <laughs> it was the, that was the weirdest experience ever. You know, this was yeah. like childhood friend. And yeah, that thanks, really yeah. was disappointing. It thanks really for being sucked. supportive. See how, you see how shitty people are. That's the theme. You see how shitty people are like, you can't, you can't support. You can't be supportive. Like, it so it was so bad. And it's like, you can't, you can't support people. You can't give people, you can't allow people the space to make their own decisions and be supportive and decide that they want an abortion or decide that they don't want to go <laughs> to a fucking destination wedding. That's going to cost them $3,000. You can't be supportive. Wow, dude. Wow, dude. We Amazing. Must like, we good. Must wow. Oh my! I can't. I can't even talk about we destination weddings. Right in, right into your soul. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. I'm one of your best friends, and I feel like you're being really unsupportive. Wow, dude. What did like Luke if, ever tell you about the uh, what was it, the thirty dollar hamburger? Oh boy! No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Th there you were in, in Greenpoint, or uh, what? that's that's there not the, Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I cannot discuss. Yeah. I will. I will neither neither what uh, confirm nor deny. Do I have a worse okay. moment? Do you guys have a yeah, worse moment? No, I really that? couldn't. I, I'm honestly, dude. My, all my weddings, I've had a blast, man. So I never had to blow my wad to get somewhere. So it's all been good. I. I can't think of a wedding where like someone's like, dude, you really fucked us here. <laughs> Unless, and if I did, if dear, I did, dear. they never told me. They never told me. So um, I think I got a pretty clean record at weddings. I never I've even got like so shit faced. I don't, I don't think I even got so shit faced. We're like, oh, dude, you got to rein it in. So who knows? I, I had some embarrassing moments where I was like, oh, I didn't do the Dougie good enough. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I could. Or, or I messed up a slide. You know, I messed up a, a slide or, <laughs> or, or a hustle. Oh you know, God. I fucked up a hustle. I've fucked up a couple of hustles. Yeah. Just created mayhem and chaos out there. All right. <laughs> well, this is the hustle by Van McCoy. Is this like one of the originals? What is that stupid thing where you got to do like the cha cha cha? Now I hate that shit. Oh, oh yeah, this that, one. Yeah, that's this is something new. The oh, Casper God. Slide Part Two, featuring the Platinum Band, and this time we're gonna get funky. funky. <laughs> Can you see it now? <laughs> Can you see it now? Can you see the white women? What? Ah, little rednecks. <laughs> Where did the fucking Cotton Eye Joe come from? That was weird. I don't know how that happened. Something if I've ever up. danced to that, that would be the worst moment I've ever had at a wedding. So. I can say <laughs> confidently I haven't, but I bet you there's footage. I know that I have. Okay. Well, shit. Um, that's the show. We're done, guys. We're going to end it. It's been a lot of fun. What do you say we uh, lighten things up and talk about abortion? You know... <laughs>
feel like I'm losing some of you here, and I want to win all of you back with this one. Let's talk about abortion. Let's talk about child killing and see if we can't get some chuckles rippling through the room here. Let's talk about mass murder of young, unborn children and see if we can't coalesce into one big, healthy gut laugh. <laughs> Boy, I've never seen an issue so divisive. You ever seen, it's like a civil war, isn't it? Even amongst my friends who are all very intelligent, they are totally divided on abortion. It's unbelievable. Some of my friends, for instance, think these pro-life people are annoying idiots. Other of my friends think these pro-life people are evil fucks. <laughs> How are we going to come to a consensus? You ought to hear the arguments around my house. They're annoying. They're idiots. They're evil. They're fucks. Brothers, sisters, come together. Can't we once just join hands and think of them as evil, annoying, idiot fucks? I beseech you. But that's me, Lieber Rising. The scales. And strangely enough, Shiva, the destroyer. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? We're pro-life. Ooh, you look it. Look like you're filled with life. Oh, little kids, please don't adopt me. Please don't adopt me. We're your new Christian pro-life parents. Oh, where's the tower? Where's the gun? Where's the tower? Where's the gun? I was adopted by pro-life Christians when I was a kid. Does my penis make me a bad boy? That's what they told me. Please, give me the Satan-worshipping family down the block. The ones that have the good albums. Suddenly, I'm adopted by the Flanders, you know. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Isn't it another beautiful God-created morning? <laughs> We're pro-life. It's like, what does that make me? You know what I mean? You're so pro-life. You're so pro-life. Do me a fucking favor. Don't block med clinics, okay? Lock arms and block cemeteries. <laughs> Let's see how fucking committed you are to this premise. She can't come in. She was 96. She was hit by a bus. There's options. Well, we got to have her stuffed? What are you talking about? She's dead. We're pro-life. Get her out of that casket. Get her out. She's not going. We're pro-life people. There'll be no death on this planet. Pro-life. And I always say, see, my theory, here's my actual theory, beyond uh, the huge, hilarious jokes I have. Here's my real theory, though. If you're so pro-life and you're so pro-child, then adopt one that's already here that's very unwanted and very alone and needs someone to take care of it to get it out of a horrible situation. Okay? And people say, well, why don't you do that? And I say, because I hate fucking kids and couldn't care less. <laughs> couldn't give a fuck. Don't care about it all about abortion your choice. Case closed, the end, bottom line. And by the way, a three-month-old kid in your belly is not a fucking human being, okay? It's a bunch of little congregated cells. You're not a human until you're in my phone book. 
There, my hat is now in the political ring.